0: I was going to
1: ask you it's about that. First like, I think we do we away with
0: do it. we change names? I thought about it. But you like, wanted to lie and say that we lived in a legal state. Yeah, we
1: can lie and say we live in a legal state, and I'll still be named Austin, and you're still named Chuck. And all right. Well,
0: us. I'm I'm Chuck, and this is my buddy Austin.
1: What's going on, guys? Welcome to Stoners Like Us. Um, this is a weed centered podcast. However, we like to talk about all sorts of things, including philosophy, science. You know other drugs
0: <laughs> I didn't expect you to like <laughs> Get that nervous and go straight into a script on <laughs> Right off the bat You're like oh okay well, well All those years bullshitting for as now. a poet I guess <laughs> like, yeah, in right pretending. That, heist, that one high school Journalism class yeah, <laughs> like, Just kicked right in um, <laughs> But you were okay so First time I saw You hash. were going to tell me the story the first time you saw a Dab Yeah. Okay so
1: first time I saw Dabs My brother had made them it was uh, before they were popular in this state. I'd like to clarify, we are an illegal state, and they're totally popular right now. <laughs> but they were not popular at this time that I was smoking them. And uh, this black wax, okay, it's got this like blackish, reddish, amberish color. He had made it with some isopropyl alcohol, so it was clean. But it was just you know probably lots of plant matter and particulates and all that sort of stuff in it. And we had no availability to inhale. Hadn't bought one online. Had no stores that sold them around. We went, um, we went thirty minutes in every direction. Yeah, looking for a nail. <laughs> Literally went downtown to both downtowns. You know, you can go by. Yeah, there.
0: yeah, right. Um, Just to every head shop, every you single
1: knew. head shop we knew of, some that we didn't even know of. We ended up going into one that was like super sketchy and ended up being this like bodegas. And this, wait, dude, what was that called? I don't know what it was called. I don't know what that one was called. It's shut down now. Well, was, was
0: it like, North? Uh huh.
1: And it had like this Oh my um,
0: god, me and my dad No, me and my dad were in the garage The door you were was with like us. propped open My dad was talking about this really like sketchy Like you went there to buy like shit yeah. you cut to coke with
1: That was what that place was
0: Like oh, these man, people were buying place. pills yeah. when we walked okay,
1: yeah. Like literally the door was open With like a, a rock <laughs> and My brother goes in And there was this person yeah. that had just been going in mm-hmm. And so he followed them and I guess the guy in the store thought that we were with the person oh, in front okay, of yeah. him. So he just like sold this guy drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and like not, like not like weed drugs, like drug drugs. and then, weed um, drugs, <laughs> drug just, drugs. <laughs> and then uh, he looks at us and realizes we're not together. And the dude's like, oh, um, that was just butt.
0: That was just Bud. That doesn't make
1: sense. That was
0: just Bud. And we're like, okay, If, dude, if like, cool. some dude, okay, if some guy, if you clearly watch a drug deal go down in front of you, yes. and then some dude looks at you and goes, oh, that was Bud. <laughs> that fucking, that definitely wasn't Bud. <laughs> no, it was in not Bud. No buddy. way that was Bud. Because if it
1: was Bud, he'd be like, that wasn't anything.
0: <laughs> but if it's something harder than Bud, he's like, that was Weed, dude. Don't worry about it. That was Weed.
1: And uh, we're trying to buy some butane and nail. He's got nothing. He ends up selling us a bottle of butane. The nozzle's broken, so we can't even use it. We're like, fuck, what the... Does this place even actually sell stuff? Or is it just a bodegas? (laughs) Just like a drugstore. So um, we end up... (laughs) The method we end up smoking the hash out of is my brother rolls a paperclip around a pen. Okay. So that you have this coil. And then (laughs) we're about to go in and see a movie. And it was some super trippy movie. I can't remember what it was. And because um, I was so high. And uh, we end up taping the little coil to the dashboard. Yeah. And heating it with like one of those little torch oh my- lighters, you know what I'm talking about, like the crack lighter. What if somebody like-
0: would have saw you? What would they have thought? Like <laughs> I don't know, especially- Some old lady's gonna think you're hot wiring the car or something.
1: No, they probably would have thought we were like free basing drugs. That's what, it, <laughs> that's what it looked like to me too. But I trust my brother, so I was like, okay, I, I trust that it's hash. I know what hash is. I've smoked. I at that time I'd smoked like keef hash, you know, the really like Crystally uh, stuff. And I'd smoked scissor hash, which is when you're trimming weed, um, what's left over on your scissors. Oh yeah, you right, straight straight up, scissor that a lot resiny and stuff. But um, we heat this thing, and uh, he's got the wax on the other end of the paperclip. And then I, you touch it to the heated coil and then breathe it in with a straw. So they like exactly <laughs> exactly like free Basin. Oh my god. And uh, Evan was there. Of course. A, a good friend of ours is a knucklehead. Um, he. <laughs> name <laughs> he dropping on the first episode. Got a name drop on Evan. He'll be on here eventually when <laughs> um, he gets his shit together and gets out from Athens. But uh we smoked the shit, go into the movie theater, and I remember that was the first time that I had ever had like clear visuals from cannabis. <laughs> like I was like definitively the all the lights in the movie theater were like doing some acid shit. They were like ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> there, was, there was wavelengths moving and stuff, and I was just like, "Man, this is really weird. oh my, <laughs> like, god! this is some weird weed, and uh you know come to find out Hash is it can be psychedelic um." It's coming to find out (laughs) It can definitely be psychedelic In the uh, the book we're going to be talking about today He talks a little bit about that And talks about especially when eaten Um, Hash contains basically all the properties Of any other uh, active or psychedelic drug Like uh, psilocybin, LSD It's just not going to be as Potent Mm -hmm. You know LSD is going to be micro dosage magic mushrooms, you know, if you ate an eighth of it, you're going to have a full-on psychedelic experience, but, like, to the same degree, if you were to eat an eighth of hash, <laughs> you'd probably go into a coma, you know? <laughs> like, so I don't know, the potency thing, it's, it's, uh, apples, it's apples and oranges, it's mushrooms and buds. Right. You know?
0: So, I mean, you're kind of, okay, so Austin's kind of getting into uh, kind of the format of how we're going to do this thing. Um, we're... Uh, as you can probably tell by this point, we've never recorded a single podcast episode in our entire lives.
1: Numero uno,
0: numero uno. We'll see how this thing goes. But Austin's kind of getting into the format of how we're going to do this thing. Um, later on, we're going to ta- we're going to talk about books, and that's kind of going to be like our topic of the show this week. Um, Austin's got a couple books he he wants to
1: talk about. I have um, I have two books that are pretty earth shattering. One I've just Cracked open the other. It's my second read-through. Um, the first one is called "The Laughing Jesus: um, Religious Lies and Gnostic Wisdom." It's by Timothy Freak and Peter Gandy. Um, they have written, I believe, like thirty books together. They're um, very, very scholarly. Um, one of them is a has an MA in Classic Civilization and Pagan Mysteries and Early Christianity. Ooh, Pagan Mysteries. Yes, so right up our alley. And then right the, other, the other person has a degree. Timothy Freak has a degree in philosophy and world spirituality. And um, this book just takes on an approach. Wait
0: a second. Who's the dude on the left here?
1: That uh, Freak dude on... and Gandhi for their names.
0: <clears throat> dude on the right kind of looked like a chick for a minute. He does kind of, It's fine. It's he he not does important. Kind of but... Like
1: a um, no, but they're. Uh, the whole okay. thing with this book is um, getting back to basically the center of where. Um, religion stems from, the gnosis that comes from it, the awakening, and kind of stripping ourselves from some of the dogmatism and uh, the dogmatic beliefs that that are really um, restraining. There's a whole section in this um, that compares Gnostic, or meaning to know, um, just basically like the essentials of religion versus like dogmatism, and I, I would kind of like to read that because it's a little interesting thing, and uh, cannabis definitely aids and I think looking at um, religion and spirituality through a more open-minded perspe- uh, perception and uh, perspective. And so I, I think that that really ties into cannabis. And then this book particularly Woo! does. Woo! Yeah, that was some with, heavy, hippie shit. You're hitting listen. me with I'm going to hit you with it You're way hard me with later. It. All right. Yeah, uh, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> um, then this one is called Food of the Gods. That last book, just for the record, has a little excerpt by a guy named graham hancock he uh if you've ever watched joe rogan's podcast uh big fan of that one graham hancock has been on several times he wrote a book called fingerprint of the gods which is based upon how he thinks ancient civilizations were far more technologically superior than what we give them credit for um that kind of ties into this book as well this one is called food of the gods and uh it says the subtitle is the search for the original tree of Knowledge*. A radical history of plants, drugs, and the human evolution, um,
0: and the and the cover of the book is just covered with mushrooms. <laughs> just, <laughs> this, this copy it's is literally magic and mushrooms grass. and grass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um,
1: and there's a. I just actually got done rereading. This the was in the
0: drug culture section of a uh, half price
1: books. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the back, you want to see who published it? It's called New Age Books. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> that's God. how you know. I just actually got finished um, with the, uh, rereading the section about cannabis. And, um, this, this book talks about basically how our ancestors, um, used cannabis, used psychedelic mushrooms as a dietary supplement that ended up leading to the formation of language and, uh, development of our pineal glands and our frontal lobes, um, and it's just really, really interesting and insightful book. I'm going to read some excerpts from the cannabis section today. Uh, maybe, maybe at some point later we'll talk a little bit more about the, the magic mushroom element of it. I would like to do an episode on magic mushrooms at some point. And, uh, Stay tuned
0: for uh, episode yeah. 69.
1: We will not be on them while we're trying to do this. Because <laughs> the show would turn out really weird. But um, the, the chapter which cannabis comes from, or comes into play... It's called The Ballad of the Dreaming Weavers, Cannabis and Culture. Cannabis and Culture.
0: Cool. So we'll get into those books later on. Um, Kind of the format of the the show. You're kind of getting a taste for it. We have no idea what we're doing. Holy shit. We're rolling. We have have no idea what we're doing. (laughs) We'll figure this out. I made a joke before we got going. I was like, welcome to making a podcast, the podcast, (laughs) because... We're just going to kind of go with this. And stay,
1: t- stay tuned. You will see how to or how not to. How to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we fall
0: in into world. a rhythm at some point. I, I would hope so. In like 12 years. We have three people listening <laughs> to day. No one's going to listen to this. Why do we care? <laughs> you no you're gonna... Okay, so next. We're going to get into now to you,
1: Chuck, with yeah. the news. <laughs> so
0: we're going to get into some some, some news topics uh, of the week. We, gotta, we got a couple things to go over here, folks.
1: Um, let's start the with the Mary, the sisters of Mary Jane. Okay. Thing. Yeah. Um, so I had a, a friend of mine. He is not um, a pothead. He's not a stoner by any means. He has smoked with us. Seven
0: Stoners times. are cool. Pot Stoners potheads are, cool. are like, man, come on, quit being a pothead. Yeah. Like you got to go to work too. That's true. That's how I look you at. Do. It. I agree. <laughs> anyway. I'm a student.
1: I go to school. I mean, we get. I use the term pothead for myself sometimes, but never in the negative connotation that society has to it. So yeah, that's kind of nice to put a little paradigm up. He's neither a pothead in the negative connotation, nor a stoner in the good connotation, <laughs> but he's smoked with me a handful of times, and um, recently has started showing interest in cannabis again. I think he had a, a good experience the last time, and so now he's you know his eyes are a little opened, and uh, he's less afraid of it. But he sent me some stuff um, interested in the CBD oil that he um, had found online, and... when looking at the ingredients list CBD is the very last ingredient and when you see the amount that's in it it's so little and I found this to be true with all CBD oils Um, I took it to my brother who's very much more into hash and the oils than what I am excuse me and um, he told me don't buy it he said don't believe the hype that stuff won't do anything for you Um, I definitely trust him and uh, trust that opinion I've used THC massage oils before um those THC
0: massage oils? Yes,
1: check this out. This is fucking great. So this hippie chick uh, <laughs> tells me she's like, hey, you should come over. Um I got this book by Ram Das and I want you to like read it. It's really cool and has all this artwork in it. So I'm like, hell yeah, for sure. So I come over and we'll start. <laughs> she <You> massages
0: you <laughs> this <laughs> yeah, is yeah, bullshit. No, no. This I promise, is bullshit. I swear
1: to the Lord, man, I swear to the Lord she didn't she didn't shave her armpits. <laughs> yeah. She was really sexy, but did not shave her armpits because, you know, hippie chicks. Um, and she's, uh, she's. We apologize
0: to hippie chicks.
1: Yeah, we're hippie dudes, <laughs> so it's fine. Chuck's a closet hippie. I'm an outright hippie, so, like, it's all good. But anyway. Um, no, she pulls out this stuff. And I think it's a joke cuz like the logo on it is like all these weed leaves and there's like a it looks like a female nurse but she's got like you know the green cross instead of the red cross and it says like cannabis massage oil on the back says like THC and it looks legit and I'm like is this a joke or is this real? She's like no, I was whitewater rafting in West Virginia and someone knocked my tooth out with their handle. Oh my and god. And paid me back with a bottle of this shit. <laughs> Sorry and for knocking your teeth. Sorry I knocked
0: your teeth Holy out. Sh- where did you meet it's this the girl? Is- <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> oh my god! What he- <laughs> yeah, man, you know the type of people that I'm around all the time. Uh, so I boned her. Um <laughs> <laughs> the one up. everybody didn't know that um, she was beautiful. It was his first time. It was not, but it might as well have been. No, oh, you're bragging about it's it. So it's rare. rare. It's so rare that it might might as well have been. But uh, she, yeah, she's like, "Hey, will you like? Do, do you want to try it out?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." She just takes her dress off and just lays on the ground, and I'm like, "Awesome." Give her a massage with this stuff. and it's Oh, really cool. wait. You had to give her the massage? I got her the massage. Oh, man. Dude, I was it like... It would have been cool if I got the massage. I know I would have Hey, do you want to
0: try this out? And then she makes you put the stuff on her? Well,
1: here's the thing. I kind of wanted to give her the massage. I okay, like, yeah. I, I was decide, like wanting but... to rub her down. So, like, it just seemed like... I, I don't know who suggested that I would be the one massaging her. Did
0: she just... Do you... I'm just... So, was she just paralyzed to this No, point? listen. So <laughs> we massage... We're I doing the massage...
1: Feel. And she's, like, eventually starts getting really into it. And I leave after the massage is done or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, dude. <laughs> this girl brings you over. is like, here,
0: try this out. Makes you give her a massage and then sends you home.
1: Where's well, this story we've going? we fornicated before. But this is where the story But For some reason, not this time, because I don't know. I can't read women. But where the story is going is that I only have it on my hands. The massage oil yeah. only ever gets on my hands, and I am nervous about driving home. That's how stoned I get from it. I haven't smoked all day. I'm driving home. And shit's
0: like getting weird. <laughs> You're just stoned from the massage <laughs> oil. Your hands.
1: I'm like, what the fuck? Am I really high from that?
0: I was. So um. So that brings us to the sisters. Brings of us the back Valley. to the news. I guess.
1: Man, sidebar. <laughs> Went off on a tangent. So the Sisters of the
0: Valley, this is something awesome He's like, yeah man, there's something about these Weed nuns And I was <laughs> like, and I got on Google and I type in Weed nuns And I'm yeah. like, dude, I can't find anything on these weed Sisters of Mary Jane or whatever <laughs> really you talk So it turns out the, the, These uh, <clears throat> This is in Fre- uh, Fresno, Fresno, California the, uh, the Sisters of the Valley Basically they're um, They're nuns They dress like nuns They look like nuns, they're old and they're they, definitely nuns, and they sell weed, and they like own a shop where they sell all the all these weed products that have no THC in them, so they don't get you high.
1: <laughs> so this but, is some of that oil that my friend tried to show me was from these guys, right. From these nuns,
0: but they're not. But they're not nuns. Let me let me. You. Okay. <laughs> so the Sisters of the Valley have been producing salves and tonics uh, made with cannabis. While their products won't make anyone high, they're fighting to keep the city council from putting them out of business. I don't care about the city council putting them out of business. What source or whatever, is this from? But, uh, this, this is from ABC30.com. It's the it's the holy local, fuck. This is an ABC story. No, yeah, no it's like a local <laughs> news station. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, okay, so it says
1: ABC Family presents you the Nuns of Weed. It says
0: the new year marks the first anniversary of a marijuana-based business in Merced. University California. Yeah, the sisters are not members of a religious order, so they're not nuns. Mm-hmm. But they do say they are on a spiritual quest to heal the sick with their cannabis cures. <laughs> so they don't belong to any organized religion. They're just like oh, so they just dress like nuns. Yeah, they no. Look at this picture. She's yeah, I mean, she is totally a like nun, like but... nun. Yeah, Sister Kate and Sister Darcy are tending their small crop of marijuana plants in the garage of their home. Uh, That they share. They consider themselves nuns but are not Catholic or traditionally religious at all. Uh, They produce a variety of products made from the cannabinoids or CBDs found in the marijuana plant. Did I say that right? Cannabinoids. Yeah. Cannabinoid, cannabinoid. It's debatable. CBDs. Yep. So their plants do not contain THC, the system that creates the marijuana high. They believe creating these healing substances is a spiritual quest. We spend uh, no time on bended knee, but when we make our medicine, it is a prayerful environment, and it is a prayerful time, said Sister Kate, medical marijuana grower. Uh, she was clearly stoned out of her mind Very when high. she said this. Holy so shit. they're
1: not giving any of the THC to anyone else. <laughs> 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 saving it all for themselves
0: it says videos of their operation set to music have become popular on the internet it is sister Kate's week. business sister Darcy is her apprentice this keeps getting weirder uh Oh, it's a feminist... Okay, so it's more for me about the sisterhood and the feminist movement to live and work with other women and do a positive thing for the community and obviously for the world since we ship it everywhere. So, and obviously, it would be how your friend got a hold of it. Yeah. They sell their product on Etsy?
1: Mm-hmm. That was where Ben found it. They claim... He sends me this link on Etsy and he says, yo, there's this... You can buy weed oil on Etsy. And I'm like, that's whoa. There's no way you how can buy How is that legal? weed oil? He says... I don't know, man. These they sell their pro- okay. That must be what such we're Such a little here. CBD. So amount. they
0: sell their product on Etsy, a web market known for handmade, handcrafted items. Right? We all know what Etsy is. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm going to go to Etsy to buy like a, a knit toboggan.
1: Yeah, I went to Etsy to buy like a Grateful Dead shirt. I'm not like, <laughs> hey man,
0: I'm going to get on Etsy and buy some <laughs> buy weed, some juice. Hash. <laughs> buy some hash, uh, so <laughs> buy some dope. It's <laughs> what old people call weed. Yeah, they do. Here. dope. Dope. Smoking dope. Hey, you
1: one of them dope smokers, you smoking dope. You smoking dope.
0: But but their production is threatened. The city council is considering a proposed ban on all marijuana cultivation. Yes, it's frustrating to me because there are all of these people with negative attitudes about something that is truly God's gift, said Sister Darcy and all the people in the church said, Amen, hallelujah. <laughs> Amen, Catholic.
1: hallelujah cannabis. So yeah. the
0: question okay, so the question is is what they're doing legal.
1: I, they found a loophole, it seems. They've totally found a loophole cuz like even CBD oil you're not allowed to have in states that are illegal.
0: But they're shipping it. But I am still I'm still confused I about that. I think their amounts
1: works. are so low. Yeah. That's the thing. So like is it a rip off then? If it's so low so that they can sell this, it in illegal mm, states, I'm wondering if that means it's a rip-off.
0: So it's just, they're saying, oh, buy the CBD oil. It'll it really is just you, nothing. And it's just it's like got it. nothing in it. That's pot. That, maybe that's
1: true. The I other mean, CBD or, strains or, I've seen have been that way. They've been such a low amount. Like, they make, no joke, hundreds of thousands of cookies before they ever even... Huh. Like, and then whatever is left over. Yeah. Just like
0: also, I just got to say, while I was reading that news article... Oh, Okay, so on the way here this morning, <clears throat> I was uh, driving in the car and I was listening to NPR and th- whoever the reporter was, she was obviously like new because she was just fucking bombing. She was like butchering this news report. She was fumbling all over all of her words and everything. And while I'm reading over this news story just now, I was just, like, I'm fucking bombing right now. It's like this is. That. I was like, that was an omen of like you hear this person. This just... is karma for making fun of that bitch. Right, right this bitch okay. is just butchering. <laughs> a recording A voice recording And now here I am Doing the same exact thing Great No one's listening though So it's not No glad. that's no the one's cool recording. thing no It's like
1: Joe Rogan or Marin They have like All these fucking fans That if they fuck up Somebody's gonna give them shit for it We put it online Nobody no might one's not to watch
0: it No We yeah. might not even listen to this Honestly <laughs> I, might, I might not listen to this I don't think this. I will Yeah
1: I don't <laughs> think I will either
0: Yikes. are you you going to tweet about about it? Are you going to be like, "Hey guys, this is my new podcast." Definitely going to tweet about it. Cool.
1: Yeah, definitely going to tweet about it. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to tweet from. So we have a band. Jack and I have a band. Um, We've tried to keep our last names off the podcast, and are (laughs) going to continue. Quit. You're digging a hole. The last name off the podcast. (laughs) All of that. We will be putting our links for some of our music associated with this. We're going to have a. Our song be the little intro song, um, and uh
0: that hopefully you've heard at this point. Hopefully we didn't put this out without an intro song. But we might know, have put the we first smoked, episode we out. We get lazy.
1: <laughs> Not sure. We might have released the first one without a song, but hopefully this one gets a song. I don't know. It's yet to come. But um, we'll. I will be releasing from our band page stuff about cool. Hey, we the got podcast. a podcast. Check out our stuff because our music is very. I like stoner. to think
0: <laughs> of this as your podcast, man. Yeah, our Thank music you. is
1: very stoner heavy. You know, and so is this thing. So, like, I'm totally about it. Um, connecting the two. Can I go on a tangent, real fast? A tangent? I just want to tell you about some. Can shit. we get
0: through the news real quick? This, some you just went shit. on a pretty big minute. Ma- Bro, tangent. I just
1: saw some shit on TV last Okay, night. it's
0: your. It's your <laughs> I, saw <laughs> some, is, I saw some shit. Some, you were the host, I'm the some producer. Some tribal shit agree. on TV some last Some tribal night. shit.
1: Some tribal shit on TV last night that I just think you need to know I about. Just snotted it all over my arm. Oh, um, and this is. I'm Talking seen, to the mic if you're going to. My bad. I've seen this day. ritual before. Uh, but last night I watched an extended thing about it. Uh, so there's this. Tribe in the Amazon where, um, do you know what bullet ants are? No. So, bullet ants are these nasty <laughs> motherfuckers. Yeah. They're, you know, that big. They're like several inches long, huge mandibles, but they have a okay. stinger well, on the back. They There's, have mandibles and they And have a, a fucking stinger. So yeah. they're. Uh, Evil. Spawns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're Satan. Um, uh, no, but they, uh. <laughs> they have, um. They're really actually awesome. They're like one of the most evolutionary sound things in the Amazon. But they have, um. A sting that is a hundred times a bee sting. And so these tribal shit,
0: they're getting high off of it. It's they do crazy shit me. with yeah,
1: yeah, you know. That's I was watching with my dad. My dad is so anti-drug. And I looked right at him. I said, Dad, watch. They're about to do some crazy tribal shit and get high off this. That's literally what I do. And he was like, don't you say that. Yeah, that's what they do. Um, but, uh, Turns out. They, uh, so... I guess when it stings you, the first sting is like the pain of a bee sting, and then it just progressively gets worse up to a hundred times what it wow. initially stings. Okay? As a young Does man- Does it kill you? No. but it can't, it can't, but that's why they do this ritual, so check it when you're foraging out in the scavenging, hunter-gathering type shit in the Amazon, it is very likely that you're going to get stung by these things and they are in very small nests and that's why they're so potent, because they don't have as many of them, but they're so badass they don't need as many of them, Uh, mandibles and all sorts of shit, but you should see these Amazonian dudes that have done this ritual there will be the ants, there was one biting with his mandibles on his fingernail and the guy didn't give a fuck. They'll be <laughs> climbing up with their ears, stinging them. They just don't care. Just because when they're a young male, they have to do this ritual where the shaman will weave baskets to put on their hands. He mm-hmm. weaves mittens. And then they put the ants butt-side in, in the little nets of the mittens. And there's oh, hundreds right. on each side. And then these children, I'm not joking, they are like, start at like seven years old. Maybe younger. So it's
0: these like a... Like an Iron Maiden.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Of, with, of, but with needles uh, that are hypodermic and have poison in them from these ants. And they put them on children. And the children, multiple times, they start it when they're really, really young. This kid was seven that I watched, and it was his second time. <laughs> so, and like, these kids are hardcore as fuck. And it's so sweet because the little kid is talking to the other little kid, and he's like, Will you still be my friend if I cry? And he's like, yeah, of course, I'll still be your friend if you cry. Like, you're going to cry. It sucks. And so these little kids will put, they put their hands in these mittens of death <laughs> so that they develop an immunity. And they have to keep doing this throughout their life as young children until they're an adult. And then they have, they've had so much toxin run through their body at yeah. this point that they are no longer Affected by them if they're out so scavenging, so now the woods. they can
0: get high about it.
1: Yeah, now, well, no, I think it, it is a psychoactive thing from yeah. all the toxins. And then the other thing that they do is to keep their mind off of the pain, which is impossible, I'm sure. And to keep themselves from dying from toxicity, they have to dance. So all these tribes people will link arms with the young children that have these mittens of death on yeah. and dance with them. Because <laughs> by doing these tribal dances and they got like the little tambourine things and they're like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, And they're doing their little dance thing. I did not mean to appropriate that culture. I totally respect it. Oh. I respect the fuck out of this. It's just crazy shit for my little Western brain to handle. But um, they start doing dances so that it circulates the venom throughout their whole oh, body. Oh my God. So that they don't die. It doesn't just rest in their heart. And then, after they take the mittens off, they put their hands in this, like, little green salve where they put, like, herbs in the water and stuff to calm it down, but they say it doesn't go away for hours. And these children's hands are swollen. And then they share a drink with the tribesmen, and the kids are smiling. Oh my And they're happy. God. They're like, I'm a man now. You know, look at this. And, and then, but it's cool now. Then they can go out in the forest and get stung by these things. Yeah. It's nothing. But, like... And get stoned by them. Yep. That, I'm pretty sure they get stoned by them as a child, but it's just probably such a painful experience that it's not a fun stone. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like one of those toxicity kind of stones. Um, Speaking like,
0: of kids getting stoned. Yeah. So. Uh, back to the news. Back to the news. <laughs> so uh, this is from uh, MedPage Today in Vice News. Uh, 77% of American teens now believe it is safe to smoke weed. Woohoo! Which is great because it is, it is safe. Definitely
1: safe to, safe smoke, to smoke weed. weed. Um unless there's like a cop around you. That's the only that's when it's not safe. <laughs> because he might hurt you, but the weed. But it's not legal hurt
0: you. here, right? You yeah, well to...
1: here it's legal. You yeah. <coughs> <coughs> gotta say that.
0: Yeah. So Teens and, and adolescents increasingly believe it isn't risky to smoke marijuana, occasionally according to new data from the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. Sam Husa it literally put in parentheses am like why did okay <laughs> but anyway about 77% of teens and adolescents defined as kids between the ages of 12 and 17 told surveyors that they perceived no great risk from smoking pot once a month according to behavioral health barometer which examines trends trends in substance use and mental
1: health so like the thing is for me 12 is pretty young 12 is you. like between 12 and 17 i think 17 is when pot smart smoking should start i don't I think 17 is when it should start. I don't think he what, should... you think, 18, 19? God,
0: 20 or later. See, here's the thing. I don't think... The teenage, only reason why to... I say 17... That's weird for me to say because I like smoke weed is, all the time. But... Yeah,
1: the only reason why I say 17 is because I started smoking at 17 yeah. regularly and found it to be a good thing, but then when I smoked when I was younger than that, I didn't really find it to be a healthy thing. Yeah. I had smoked a couple times when I was younger than 17 and I was like, Uh and then when I got older, and, and really, but here's the thing. I really didn't start smoking every day until I got out of high school. You know? And, like, I don't think people should be going to high school super, super, That's smart, what I'm saying. And, know? like, and if a 12-year-old,
0: need... not, hopefully, is not even thinking about it. It's not old.
1: even good for their brain, man. You gotta, you're got, you still yeah. a little fucking kid. Go yeah. play Yu-Gi-Oh!
0: But that's, and, well, I mean, maybe it's because I'm a little older than you, but that's how I feel about a 17-year-old at yeah, this point. Yeah, I like, get you. I like like, go play Yu-Gi-Oh! It is because... <laughs> it is because <laughs>
1: I did play Yu Gi Oh when I was seventeen. So okay, yeah. So, we would get stoned and go oh to class gosh, and see, play Yu Gi Oh before I that. Get stoned and play <laughs> Yu Gi
0: Oh. I didn't mean for those things to go hand in
1: hand. It not, it's not what I was. I going. didn't think that's what you were saying. I'm just saying that's what we did. I'm not saying no. That that is a little concerning, honestly. And like, it's good that the, that the information is starting to get out there to the kids that it's not dangerous. That it's not they're not going to overdose on their first try. Because I think in the past, um, the thing that really led to hard drug use, people get told that pot is going to kill them, get told that pot is going to lead them to hard drugs. They don't fucking believe it because they see hella people smoking and right. they don't do hard drugs. So then they try it.
0: They try weed and they're like, and then they're like,
1: this is-, this is nothing. All the other drugs they must have been lying about too. And then next thing you know, they're trying some. They're trying something that they think is an opiate. So this kind, of, this
0: kind of touches on that. They've got. Uh, this is from Dr. Richard Rosenthal of a mount sinai hospital <clears throat> he was not involved in the report uh they wanted that to be clear in the article but he says as more states uh, go toward having medical marijuana and having legalized marijuana that creates a public perception including among uh, our impressionable young youth impressionable uh, right always. That, right <laughs> that it's safe um and like I said, that was Dr. Richard, Richard Rosenthal, and he goes on to say, it's actually probably not that dangerous if you think about it pharmacologically in folks that are adults over 25, but among youth, it actually is hazardous. So this is this doctor saying it. Uh, it doesn't know that it can affect uh, brain development. Obviously, I don't want to like start this big thing because we don't know our facts here. From
1: what I've read, and I, I am pretty well versed, um, it is not good for brain development. That's what I'm saying, and that's my main
0: thing. Is like, it's but like in it's my time.
1: opinion, I don't think substance abuse is okay for kids anyway.
0: I think it's okay. So my whole thing with this, I think it's good that
1: they're realizing
0: they're realizing that weed is safe.
1: Because remember, Dare, but at, at remember the same Dare? time, I'm like, ah, I don't want them to smoke but weed. Don't you remember Dare?
0: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't you
1: remember Dare? Dare fucking lied. Okay They're yeah. fucking lied to us All the time And it like gave us All these negative schemas And people have these Negative schemas about pot Which is a really good thing But also Just smoke inhalation Combustible plant matter Like even if Cannabis is the least Dangerous thing You can smoke You shouldn't be putting Smoke into little lungs I just think in general You know Little in, kid lungs yeah. That are still developing Little kid brains That are still developing Let them be sober They don't need things Fucking with that You know
0: I just think, in general, you know the uh, the way we educate kids about drugs is just not good. No. <laughs> it's just not good. okay. So I was, for example, I, yeah, right. I was sitting with my, I was out to dinner with my parents and my little sister, and I. We were talking about this about how we were talking about Dare. We were talking about you know how we just don't educate kids on drugs the way that we should. Uh, first off, we show them what it looks like.
1: Yeah, isn't that weird?
0: We're like, hey
1: kids, here's cocaine. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and like literally, like this is what it looks like. You and it's it. cheap. <laughs> like, that's what we're always like. Hey, not- kids, this drug's cheaper than this one. And just for like, the record, and I was like, what? Okay. Also, I was like, mom, dad, watch this. I looked at my little sister. I said, Morgan, what part of the marijuana plant do you smoke? What do you think she said?
1: she know flowers? Did no, she know it was the bud? She just no. probably said the leaf. She said the leaf. Yeah, god damn it.
0: <laughs> the kids think that they smell <laughs> no spot so s- leaves.
1: <laughs> My girlfriend was out to
0: dinner with us and she looked at he her, her and she and said, seed. She said, if anyone ever smells you a bag of leaves, you punch that motherfucker <laughs> in the fur.
1: That sounds like Katie.
0: <laughs> so.
1: God damn it.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, is that see, it? For
1: news, so they're going so to show them cannabis. Did you have
0: any other news? Yeah,
1: I got some news. I okay. got some news. It's funny that we had just talked about cocaine a little. Um, in Colombia, they are finding right now. I got this article off of High Times, and so I trust High Times. Them. I trust <laughs> High Times as a cannabis source. Some people might think it's biased. We're pretty fucking biased, okay? <laughs> like I try to look at things with a rational mind, but I've, if anyone tries to were to argue that i'm biased and too pro pot they're probably right um because pot has helped me in my personal life has helped me in my struggles um i've seen a lot of people get off of other hard addictions with pot Uh, i've seen people struggle with depression and have pot help it i've also seen the other i've seen the opposite i've seen pot hurt depression and and cause some bad things in people's lives it's about how you use drugs um but here it's the, the headline is Cannabis starting to replace coca leaf in Colombia's cultivation zones So it turns out within Colombia, 87% of drug use is cannabis and not cocaine All of the cocaine that's being produced in Colombia is being sold, or most of it is being sold outside of the country because the people who live in Colombia they're um, more rural they're poorer, and they're agricultural people, and, and, and sociologically, anthropo- anthropologically, those cultures smoke cannabis. Those cultures like psychedelics. They like the more earthy natural drugs. They don't do hard, refined drugs. They don't do synthetics like cocaine. And so 87% is what the, this study says is that of the country's drug use is cannabis. So what's interesting is they found that they're able to start making more money, the farmers, by growing cannabis and selling it within their own Trade boundaries instead of having to sell it out mm. to other places that then you know to refine it into cocaine and sell it to the United States or to Europe or wherever the fuck they're selling it. And so, like, I think that that's a really and they evidently they just discovered indica as well. I guess they've only been growing sativa now. They're starting to make indica mm. sativa hybrids, so they might get way lazier. <laughs> I don't know. If it may so stop just growing. in
0: general, <laughs> Colombia is now producing. Less cocaine And more marijuana more weed Yeah which is I think, Also Great for the whole world America doesn't really like cocaine anymore They're like yeah, we're ah, losing
1: it Heroin 80s Let's just shoot up some drugs. Let's just shoot yeah. up and die I think I think people only have two opinions about drugs anymore I think they're starting All the other opinions are starting to dissipate Or three There's the people who are totally scared of them But they'll be dead soon Because they're old There's the people who Are like weed you know and then there's the people who are just like give me whatever i can to get higher and so like you know heroin's gonna obviously win that one and uh but hopefully with this sort of thing with farmers learning that they can make more money by making a product that doesn't kill people um Farmers and people learning the effects of the drugs have on themselves and on their culture and their community. Hopefully, you know, th- this epidemic of drug use will really change. And, and I think it goes back to what you said about the education. I think if we really teach people, like, the, there, there are some drugs that are okay. <laughs> there <laughs> no, are but some yeah. drugs that right. aren't. Yeah. By telling them that all drugs. Yeah, I know, that's funny. It's funny to know. You're right. Hey, tell kids drugs are okay, (laughs) it'll solve the world. But you really will, because by telling them all drugs are bad, then as soon as they try one, you know, as soon as they take that first shot of alcohol and they have a good time and get laid, they're going to fucking change their mind about everything that they've been told, and they're going to just erase it. Whereas if you teach them actual facts, you teach them, hey, there are drugs that kill you, there are drugs that are unsafe, there are drugs that are marketed as if they're safe and healthy but aren't. Ecstasy, a perfect example. I'm at a party last week. Everyone fucking is rolling their ass off at this party. I'm not rolling my ass off. I'm, I'm talking to this dude, and he's a uh, he's being totally cogniz- like cognizant, and it's hilarious because everyone else isn't. But I'm talking to this guy, and he's like, "Man, we should go hiking. We should go to Kentucky. Let's go to Red River Gorge. Let's go
0: right now, man." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe that was what he meant. I just don't think I realized. <laughs> but he was like, "We should totally go." I was like, "That would be awesome." And I look at his pupils. And they're like 90% of his eye. No, they're oh, like 90% they're, yeah, of okay. his eye. He has this one. Like a cat. He has light blue eyes. Mm-hmm. And he has this thin white layer and then pupil. And he's like, like um, I said, bro, are you tripping or something? Are you on something? He's like, oh, yeah. I'm on a lot of molly. I'm like, oh, that's what's wrong with everyone around here. I was wondering why people are licking things. Like, what the fuck is going on? So I start talking to people.
0: Molly turns you into a cat. I
1: start (laughs) talking. Your pupils get big and you lick stuff. And you're, like, weirdly social, but, like, kind of antisocial. I'm talking to people and everybody there seemed like they were of the opinion that it was a hallucinogen. They're like, yeah, you know, rolling, it's kind of like dripping, I'm just, it's a hallucinogen, you know, it's a hallucinogen, that's what they keep saying. Now, Timothy Leary, the LSD doctor from the 60s, activist, guy who really, his works got me into psychedelics. I read most of his books before I'd ever even tried them, just because I was fascinated in Eastern philosophy and, like, his approach, the counterculture, all that sort of shit. He has a book on MDMA. So that makes me sort of want to try it because he does. It does have hallucinogenic effects. I'm not going to take away from anybody that's had a good hallucination from DMT or from uh, MDMA. You know, there are people who trip off of it. But for the most part, that is not a healthy drug. That is a dangerous drug. That is an addictive drug. That's a synthetic drug. That's a drug that's so easy to be cut because, like, check it. With weed, if somebody tried to give you something other than weed. You'd be like, what the fuck is this? Like, get this out of here. Like, But with MDMA, it's like, oh, what is this powder? It looks just like everything. Like, powdery, rocky drugs, pills, all that stuff. They're just really unsafe. You don't know what you're getting your hands on. Yeah. And if you do have a test kit, if you do know where it was made, whatever, be safe about it. But for the most part, I'm going to say that synthetic drugs, in my opinion, are really a no-no. Uh, just smoke weed. Just get high on, on just, some yeah, pot. Just smoke some
0: weed. You know, just smoke some weed. weed and put on a if VR. You need to do headset. So, if
1: you need to do something a little different, yeah, if you need to have a, a psychedelic transcendental experience, smoke weed and put on a Smoke weed and put on an, an oculus. It. Yeah, change your fucking life. Change your life. That's, uh,
0: a wise man once told me uh-huh. that the only thing pot is a gateway to is the fridge. I agree. That yeah. is a wise A fucking man.
1: The only thing pot is a gateway to is a fucking. <laughs> The fridge. <laughs>
0: you want to take a break and then we'll do the books. Yeah, definitely. Right. Cool.
1: Stoners,
0: Stoners like, us. like us. Stoners like us. Stoners
1: like us. I know you guys are. Um, I was admiring uh, Chuck's magic flight box um i don't know if you guys have smoked out of it we most definitely have many times and i just realized there's a little insignia that looks like a pineapple but yeah the it's the reddit a pot leaf
0: uh-huh it's the it's the reddit um the r trees
1: oh r slash trees yeah that's what that is the yeah. pot leaf pineapple the
0: pot leaf upvote pineapple i dig it. it's the reddit version yeah shout out to magic flight and we're name dropping yeah we're definitely gonna name drop. i'm actually
1: gonna read the back of the magic flight box just yes, so everybody me. can know. um this company is really awesome. This is the first vaporizer that I ever used. I've used many, many many since then. uh throwing a couple plugs for the packs and the volcano. If you guys haven't tried those out, you should definitely give them a chance um but magic flight is a great one, and here's what the back of the box says: Love is that which enables choice. Love is always stronger than fear. Always choose on the basis of love.
0: yeah, it's cool.
1: a fucking man. So, Magic Flight. Check them out. Magic Flight. Yep. Definitely a good way to get high.
0: <clears throat> okay, so, uh, welcome to the second uh, part of the show. We are a little bit stoned <laughs> now.
1: No more than normal, but a little <laughs> so, bit more so than So, basically,
0: basically, our idea for the podcast is, is we start out, you know, the first part of our morning. We're recording these early Thursday mornings. And uh, the first part of our morning, we're just kind of talking... Going over some news stories, you know, free freeform talk like we did, uh, you Early. know, earlier today, and then the second half of the show, we uh, sit around and and smoke and choose a topic and talk about it. So yep,
1: we're Just do a little. Yeah, hopefully they
0: heard that Austin's and, uh, flicking his lighter. I flicked
1: the lighter. I don't know. <laughs> I hope that picked up. Uh... So here
0: we are, and Austin's got. Uh, we're going to talk about those books that we uh, got. We mentioned earlier.
1: All right. Um
0: so take it away, man.
1: All right, right on. I usually am the one who says that to him. Um I just say take it away, Chuck, and then he'll jam out on the harmonica <laughs> or whatever we're doing, but today since we're not doing music, we're doing some science. We can do music. We can do some music too, but uh take it away, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, second half of the second half of the show is when it gets fun. <laughs> uh So, let's start out with The Laughing Jesus. Um, Subtitle being Religious Lies and Gnostic Wisdom. Now, the reason why I chose this book today, um, more than anything, was just because it is what I'm currently reading. It's what my mind is on. It's what my mind is on. It's what I'm currently reading. I'm really um, interested in it. I was always raised in a very um, evangelical household, Uh, but since a young age, I've dabbled and uh, really ventured into witchcraft <laughs> Into eastern religion Witchcraft is the newest I, have, I did get a book It's funny I did just buy a book on the occult Okay, And um, witches but it's not What you think it is It seems like an actual practice It's not like people don't have magical abilities or anything It's more um, plants and, and stuff Along those lines Actually Food of the Gods talks a little bit about that um, There were some hallucinogens That uh, the Salem witches would do They were combinations of plants and funguses that they would eat and it would make them go into these trances they would do these weird shamanic dances um those were then perceived as satanic and the record of them actually taking drugs you know though was removed it, i'm sure it was, was a little satanic 18, yeah yeah <laughs> i was in
0: the 1800s and i saw a bunch of ladies dancing dance rooms i would probably burn them too yeah <laughs> how else so that, do you deal with that that is history that is yeah. what
1: i guess up until the 1800s that's all people had done with witches right. too you know but like so anyway well,
0: eastern religion and
1: yeah well this this book um there's a parable um uh, in buddhism or a little saying called the laughing buddha and it's representative of the thing within us all that um that's kind of like when you reach a moment of enlightenment and you just sort of laugh about the cosmic joke that is life um you laugh at your own mortality and the facade that is death the facade that is the ego and and all the trick shit that we bicker over when it comes to our false identities we put so much emphasis into our ego and and our identity and it's not that's not who we really are uh, i am a firm believer and i, I feel most of the listeners are going to be on the same wavelength at uh, what
0: listeners
1: most of the (laughs) non-existent listeners are me and you are going to be on the same wavelength. Maybe. Um, But uh, I just feel like if anyone is actually listening to this, they're on the same wavelength that we share a collective conscious and uh, that we are all just one. And uh, I truly believe that. That's why I believe in spreading peace and love and and consciousness awareness. Um, But this book is about that, and and it talks about how uh, the title comes from the fact that Jesus in uh, Christianity, especially you know, because of Catholicism, was always perceived as man of sorrows, Christ man of sorrows. The only picture that we see is him hanging on the wood during his crucifixion, never has anything to do with the rebirth element. It's always of the, the cost of sin, of our sin being placed upon him, of his torture and his anguish. And this is not to offend anyone, um, for I as I've said have, have been of the faith for a very long time but it's just adapted and become more Gnostic and, and more open and that's what this book is all about um, and it, it talks about how Jesus prior to Catholicism and the um, basically brainwashing of, of imagery um, in our culture of perceiving Jesus as the man of sorrows uh, prior to that he was perceived as the laughing Jesus it was the same sort of thing as the laughing Buddha he was a man that was always drawn in pictures as smiling healing, helping, um, being happy, being joyous to be alive and uh, and that's really I think where the, the beauty of religion lies anyway is, is in that sort of joy, um, that deep-seated joy. The gospel actually means good news and uh, so I, I'm not gonna I'm gonna get off my high horse now but I'm gonna read a little passage from this book that I think um, can help us all. It's talking about the difference between literalism, taking uh, uh, your belief system completely literally believing that it's actual direct word of god um and not that man has written it through his own experience of god that's um in my opinion the whole bible is is cultures or any book the bhagavad gita Tao Te Ching, dhammapada whatever they're a human writing a book while they're experiencing god And, uh, there can be a lot of truth that come from that and, uh, ultimate truth, but never definitive, you know, no no one is better than the other. And, and this is about that, um, it talks about the difference between Gnostics, which means gnosis or to know the, the sense of liberating and non-dogmatic freedom, um, enlightenment. So here, here's the difference. It says, Gnostics teach that the important thing is to wake up and experience gnosis for ourselves. Literalists teach that the important thing is to, bl- is to blindly believe in religious dogmas. Gnostics interpret their teachings as signposts pointing to the experience of awakening. Literalists see the teachings as the truth themselves. Gnostics use symbolic parables to communicate the way to wake up. These stories are parables. Literalists mistake Gnostic myths for literal accounts of miraculous historical events and end up lost in irrational superstition. Gnostics know that all books contain the words of men. Literalists believe that the sacred scripture is the word of God. Gnostics understand that the way um, the wisdom of awakening is expressed must constantly evolve to address the ever-changing human condition. Literalists want a fixed canon of scripture which has absolute authority over all time. Uh, We see even currently that... uh, Much of the Bible is no longer directly applicable, and people are very nitpicky and try to choose verses um, that fit their lifestyles and no one else's. Um, Back to the book. Gnostics want us to think for ourselves. They would like us to become more conscious and to wake up. Literalists want us to believe what they believe so that we will join their cult. Gnostics understand that life itself is a process of awakening, while literalists believe that their particular religion is the only way to truth, and condemn everyone else that is as in, um, lost in diabolical error. Gnosticism is about waking up from the illusion of separateness to oneness and love. Literalists keep us asleep and in an us-versus-them world of division and conflict inhabited by the chosen and the damned. Gnosticism unites us while literalism divides us. And uh, that's all from that book. Believe what you will. Read it if you want. Don't if you don't. All good. Have a good day. Love you on that one. Um, I'm trying to decide if I'm way too high for this or not high. (laughs) See, when I read it the first time, I was stone sober. When I read that the second and third time, I was stoned shitless. So. (laughs) Oh, man. They're both powerful, man. That's just some deep shit, and I'm just going to let it be. Um fun thing i just realized that um at the beginning hmm, at the beginning of food of the gods there's an excerpt from one of my favorite drummers a man who i've seen live before mickey Hart, the drummer of the grateful dead and he talks about terrence mckenna he says this terrence mckenna is a wild man probing the depths of the great mysteries of the mind he asks big questions he rides the edge He's an explorer, a circumnavigator of human consciousness. Terence is on to something. And that was by Mickey Hart, drummer for The Grateful Dead, um, in his book Drumming at the Edge of Magic. And then here's one um, written by uh, Howard Reingold, who's a person that wrote the book Virtual Reality. Oh, okay. Uh, Terence McKenna, true bard of psychedelic birthright, must have kissed the Blarney Stone. I have gained more insight to the true roots of religious experience from his inspired rants than in all my years of book learning. And uh, I, I don't know if you guys have ever listened to a Terrence McKenna lecture. We'll have to put some on sometime and trip out because this shit gets way oh, yeah, out there. I have no idea. I've never they get listened. way, way deep, way out there. Um, but this whole book is basically... He is an ethnobotanist, ethnomycologist. He studies... Um, same thing that I'm in school for right now. It's a human-plant relations and um and how we've shaped each other basically and this book the theory that it, it it's making um is the idea that early primitive humans were eating low dosages and then eventually large dosages as a sacrament as a kind of a ritual um of magic mushrooms and that they were partaking in cannabis and that these drugs allowed for a an ego dissolution that allowed us to accept more of the instead of just the the male dominance and um, the dominator culture as he calls it the culture that we live in right now where it's all about power it's about the ego the gods that we worship are representations of our own ego everything that we create is just a, a manifestation of our own ego and a built built up idol of ourselves. um but before that we were hunter-gatherers we were concerned less with the ego and we were concerned with our with our survival as a species with unity we were all one consciousness as we are now um and uh, this book just really talks about how um, the usage. He's very big into magic mushrooms. I'm a magic mushroom guy, but uh, more than anything, cannabis and him as well.
0: Wasn't there a thing recently where they like, found some ancient human and yeah. he like, was carrying a ton of weed, but like yes. not, but like, too much weed that he could have been smoking it?
1: They think, um, and McKenna actually addresses that uh, idea in the book um, prior to basically the new world. People didn't know about smoking. Um, people who knew about smoking were people that smoked opium and hash in the East, so Asia. People who smoked tobacco and weed in the West, Native Americans. But the the white culture, white world, we didn't know about smoking until Christopher Columbus went to America. And saw. So, and was like, holy shit, people are smoking. And then, uh, <coughs> but yeah, they, they found, um, I don't believe it was Utsi. The Iceman, it was one of the other, but it was one of the most primitive humans that we've ever found uh, the remains of had two ounces of dried cannabis on him. And we found others that have had sacks with magic mushrooms. They believe that they were shamans, uh, the people that they found with the drugs on them. And they believe that he was eating the cannabis because they found it was already cured and dried. Um, So definitely was not just a plant that he was carrying It was something that he was specifically using For the psychoactive effects But they think that he um, At that time period Humans would have eaten a lot more animal fat um, Because we ate a lot more meat That was not cooked as well and so we needed the fat to combine it. Um, it's something to do with enzymes in the stomach. And so... And by animals
0: in the wild are just naturally...
1: They have just a little... eat fat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so by eating cannabis with animal fat, it would definitely register. Yeah. Um, and it's just really... I just find... And he would have had to eat way more to get the same effects um, since he's just eating bud instead of a product made from it.
0: Well, was cured. So it's almost yeah. like, I mean... <laughs> when we were... When we were on break and we, <laughs> we dusted out the magic flight and you took the, uh, the vaped bud and you mixed it in a little glass of milk, a little bit of that AVB and just, yeah. Same concept, right? <laughs> Fat
1: and 4,000 years later, uh, and here we are humans just mixing, you know, Cow fat and cannabis. uh Yeah, we had some of that AVB, and then that's in for already vaped bud. That's is it AVB
0: or AB? Wait, ABV is al- alcohol by
1: volume. That's yeah, alcohol. AVB A- already wait, vaped yeah, bud. Right? Yeah, is AV or,
0: or, or is it AVB. already been vaped? Oh
1: fuck! <laughs> wait, is it already been vaped or already vaped bud?
0: I don't know. I think it's, I can't remember. I've been
1: saying AVB, but I could have been wrong the whole time. I don't know what to um, Doesn't really matter. We had some marijuana that I, I my body registers very well to edibles. Chuck knows this about myself. I'm going to do a little story. I'm going to tell a story. But, uh, we took some of this shit out of the Magic Flight, poured in a little milk, I drank it. I'm gonna be high from it very very soon, (laughs) uh, if not already. But one day, so one day, I tell Chuck, I'm like, man, I don't got any trees, and uh, yeah, sad time, rare occasion, but uh, it happens uh, more often than I would want. And he has this little pill bottle full of.
0: Oh my god, that it was full. Yeah, completely
1: full. (laughs) Of all of this vape butt already That he just had not I don't know He hadn't been doing anything with it And I did not realize The potency of this shit You can eat a little Like half a teaspoon For real Like one One little pack And you'll be feeling it But um Yeah like a little bit
0: Yeah you want to eat Like two teaspoons probably There's at least Two
1: fucking tablespoons In what you gave me Oh my god, I don't,
0: I mean, I don't know how much a, like, standard pill bottle holds, but it was It was, it was a lot you
1: No, know, because I remember I poured it into teaspoons yeah. To put it into my yogurt, and it was like a lot Or tablespoons, I mean, and it was like two or three tablespoons But I don't know how potent this shit's gonna be So I'm about to go to class um, he tells me, just mix it in some yogurt when you make. wake up, eat it, and go to school. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Sounds uh, so great. You know, I'm studying botany. Like, you can do that shit, hi? Uh, oh, such a... <laughs> and uh, I mix it up. I'm a bad person. I eat the shit. I go to class, and halfway through my class, I just have the biggest smile on my face. And I'm just trying to keep from geeking out while the teacher's talking about like plants and shit. Oh, man. I'm pretty sure I almost got lost. Like, like on my way <laughs> to class that day, uh, the high was unreal. I did so, my
0: Taco Bell coffee. Do
1: you guys have any? Um, you guys have any opportunity to try any of the vaped bud um, with some sort of fat like milk or yogurt or something? Peanut butter. Yep, peanut butter works. If you have the opportunity to do it, do it. It's great. So that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Um, this book. Uh, we'll lead us into the next couple topics. Uh I really just wanted to do a plug for it. There's too much knowledge in both of these for me to ever give any more of an in-depth review. Um, I'm sure I'll end up doing... <laughs> I'm sure I'll end up doing a lot based upon this book um, and using it for a lot of school papers that will probably be controversial. But uh it's really been impactful on me and has so much information. But there's two things. Um One, our next... Our next one that we're going to be doing is going to be on coffee, and uh, there's a huge section in this book that talks about the history of coffee, um, how the stimulants, four stimulants, arose at the same time in Western culture, and they were coffee, which has caffeine, tea... Which has, I think it's called theobromine. Um, I'll have to look and make sure that that's actually the name of the chemical. But it's a compound very... Nobody's
0: big, listening. It's fine.
1: Compound very similar to caffeine. Um, theobromine, I believe. Some
0: tea some tea has caffeine, right? Yeah, some tea does have like caffeine. Black but tea but has caffeine.
1: It, yeah, black tea does. But most of it Great. is actually a very similar compound. I was unsure they just, I think, kind of market it as caffeine. Um, mm. Coffee was the other one. And tobacco. So, interestingly right. enough, uh, there's this this push that we went kind of away from the drugs that we were initially doing. Uh, we were initially doing, you know, the, the psychedelics and the more, like, spiritual, ritualistic drugs. And then we started moving to alcohol and sugar. Oh. And then um, then after sugar got introduced we, and caffeine got introduced, we really became hooked on them. Um, our culture is one that's very... Uh, Not in favor of drugs that make you think. Not in favor of drugs that would maybe open your mind. Very much in favor of drugs that make you work, work, work. Mm -hmm. Do this, do this, do this. So while the coffee break is not necessarily like in the favor of employers, they still don't want you taking cigarette breaks. They still don't want you taking breaks of any kind. Um, The stimulants kind of aid in the system that we have built. The caffeine, and um, that's why drugs like amphetamines were in the 80s, cocaine, things like that became very popular because um, with this working society that we have, uh, drugs that cause you to be stimulated and that allow you to be um, focused on very monotonous tasks that require high focus. Um, oh my
0: God, dude, that's like my life. I yeah. mean, I, I have to get... My caffeine, uh, right? Yeah, my grande blonde red eye in a venti cup
1: mm-hmm. every morning. Starbucks every single day, dude. You need sometimes you need to twice. Be to... and, yeah, that's the thing that he that or McKenna literally, I sit
0: at work and I'm just like, oh, uh, like I
1: get sick. I am hopelessly addicted to sugar. Yeah, I did not realize until yesterday. I'm so addicted to sugar that like, and but but the thing is, it's so embedded in our culture. We're surrounded by it everywhere. Everyone's just like, "Oh, I'm gonna take it. I'm just gonna get a coffee on my way. I'm just gonna get a coffee on my way." You know, but we never, we're not actually thinking about the consequences that some of these things are. Having. I mean, look
0: at me right. I mean, literally right now. Currently, I'm like, he's
1: drinking his coffee and like bringing
0: my coffee in my hands. Like, no, don't take my don't take in my hand. fix. <laughs> Obama's coming for our coffee. Duh.
1: Goddamn, Obama, come take my coffee and my guns. <laughs> uh, like uh, no, no, really, we um. We're, we're addicted uh, these, these sort of drugs have They can cause anxiety um, They can cause heart palpitations Sugar causes all sorts of inflammation It obviously causes an increase in weight gain um, Which is very bad for your heart uh, ish. Caffeine is not a horrible drug I don't know if you, guys, if you know how, uh, anything about caffeine in nature Basically, um, sometimes plants will produce an alkaloid that has a very bitter taste, that can have a psychoactive effect on its predators. It okay. does this on purpose. It does this with THC. Mm-hmm. Um, it does this with opium. It does this with nicotine. It does this with caffeine. It does this with theobromide. Um, it produces this alkaloid that the plant does not actually need in hopes to get predators away from it. Because if a predator were to try to take a bite out of a tobacco plant, take a bite out of a weed plant, it probably wouldn't enjoy it because of those bitter alkaloids. But the thing is, they cause a nervous system reaction that humans enjoy. Uh, Other species yeah. don't like it. So interestingly enough, the That's thing... That's why my the... cat runs away. Yeah, interestingly <laughs> enough, when you're trying to... Hey, come here. He's like, Dad, <sighs> quick
0: in high. Quick in me eye, Dad. Hey, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but um, the thing is, they, uh, it's interesting. It's such irony that those are the things that have caused us to actually breed them. And so, like, the thing that they did to keep us away to propagate their species has propagated their species way more by developing a relationship with humans. Now we have a relationship. We breed them so that they produce more of that substance. And um, it's just really interesting. But these, these things can have effects on our health, you know? THC is the one that has the least effect on your health. Um, the only thing it really has effect on is your mental health, um, which, again, you know, there are downsides. It can, for some people, cause high bits of anxiety for some individuals it can cause depression but in my opinion when cannabis is being used the wrong way if someone is trying to use it to escape just like any drug If someone is trying to use it to escape their current circumstances if they're using it just as kind of like um even sometimes out of boredom can be negative but for the most part i would say that it's a good thing um and cannabis uh, thc especially is the least harmful of these alkaloids um, opium, I know, has many studies that show that it can be a positive thing, but as we know, can become hopelessly, hopelessly addictive. Um, it's virtually the same substance as heroin. Uh, hopelessly,
0: hopelessly truously. addictive.
1: Like that's a very addictive drug. Opium. That's like, come on. Uh, but caffeine. Hopelessly addictive. Caffeine is the most addictive drug. Uh, there Without were years hope. so hopeless. So We're way more it. hopelessly fucking addicted to caffeine, alcohol, and nicotine Than we are to any other drug More people die from alcohol than fucking cigarettes and bullets Okay, that shit's very, very dangerous
0: Every year, millions of people die, die from, from alcohol, and alcohol and opium <laughs> Hopelessly In the
1: arms of an angel
0: Wait for it. Hopelessly addicted to opium. Hopelessly
1: addicted. They're ancient humans, hopelessly addicted to THC. (laughs) Hopelessly addicted to cannabis. (laughs) Millions of teenagers. Millions of teenagers. 77% of teenagers. Believe that it's okay. Between the ages of 12 to 17.
0: 12 year olds are out there, devil's lettuce.
1: Smoking that reefer weed from the devil's garden.
0: That joke probably went on a little I bit longer than it to, should. Have. went way
1: longer than what the viewers want, but fucking no we one don't have any. To it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> fucking leave us your review on iTunes. Bitch about the Sarah McLaughlin joke. I didn't even let it get to the chorus.
1: Yeah, so go ahead. Go ahead. If you, one if, star. If any person actually. Follow us on, a, on Twitter. If anyone leaves a comment other than first, like.
0: <laughs> While you're talking. The
1: plug the Twitter. Plug it.
0: Well, while you're talking, I'm going to go ahead and like sign up and like make it.
1: Okay, right on. uh, (laughs) He's going to be making. Don't say don't say the name. Because what if I don't get it? He's making he's making our Twitter account right now, and we have a name that. uh, Well, not if I don't. We're not going to like. We're not going to let you guys know it yet. But I'm pretty sure we're going to get it, and I think it's awesome. Um, and we'll plug that at the very end. No, uh, but just an interesting thing that when you kind of think about. that we don't consider some things drugs in this culture And we consider other things drugs And we say it with a capital D We're like, oh, drugs I even find myself, even as a person who enjoys drugs Loves drugs um, And the benefits that they have on, on societal uh, Or on society in general And then that they've had on my life And the fact that drugs are medicine Despite what people think um, I am a, just a very, very big fan uh, Pharmacology is awesome fucking thing Great human invention But, um more nature's invention i guess but uh it's just it's funny i even catch myself like earlier when i was giving my little rant on mdma that's not to condemn anybody who likes to go roll at a festival do your thing i just want people to be safe and understand um how easy that stuff is to be cut with other stuff um but I, i even find myself saying drugs when i'm talking about ones that i don't do when i'm talking about pharmaceuticals and things that i think i have a moral objection to um i'll say drugs but then you know i, I'm, I will use other words for the plants for the plant drugs that i enjoy and it's it's fun to remember uh or it's i think very important and uh kind of kind of ego shattering sometimes but uh it's very important to remember that we all use drugs every single one of us yeah uh. If a human tries to tell me they don't use drugs. I disagree. If you've ever had a piece of fucking chocolate, yeah, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> that though. is a drug. They're all they're affecting our chemi- our our biochemistry. Um, a lot of them are addictive. A lot of them can can add perspective, though, and be really good things. And so, um, I just think it's important that we don't condemn just someone for using a drug. The actual act of using a drug is not immoral. It's just once you let it become something that dominates your life. Uh, that's when it becomes a real problem or if it's doing considerable health damage. Like right now, I am uh, really trying to break my sugar addiction because even though I am a healthy person and I exercise and I try to do all these other things to to take care of my health, um, I still am just letting sugar bring me down. And uh, even though I'm not noticing any considerable health deficits um, or defects from the sugar, I'm sure that after I start removing it, that now that I've removed it from my diet... I will start noticing positives from not having it there, and uh, I'll keep you guys posted on that one for sure. But just again, "Food of the Gods" and the "Laughing Jesus." Really, go check these books out. Go read them. If you know me personally, because chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you do. do. I'll be done with my second. Oh, we got it. We got it. We got our Twitter handle. Our Twitter handle is that I just signed up we for we just signed up for it right now as I was is it a
0: at stonerpod
1: at stoner pod so we're like a pot of whales or a pot of peas
0: or you know or a
1: podcast which Stoner's is what we like a, actually have you know you know what
0: <laughs> I don't want to take a dig out there are a lot of cool weed podcasts out there yeah. already
1: podcast.
0: Yeah, they just go for it and they just call it a podcast. Is and I'm like, they, that's just too easy. No yeah, dude,
1: there's a ton of This like, should be a podcast. I mean technically technically a podcast. That's what we
0: are, but we yeah. did, we haven't mentioned that until just now. <laughs> I was just like, That's too easy.
1: <laughs> but yeah, we but are show a, out um, to
0: the to the other ones.
1: Yeah, so stoners like us, um, go on to Twitter, do stoner pod. Stonerpod, like at Stonerpod. At Stonerpod, you will find us. Uh, probably not very many tweets, seeing how we just <laughs> made it. But we'll tweet a little something about the show. Maybe we'll, uh, if you guys are artists, I'm very, very much into art, as you know, obviously Chuck and I are. Um, send us a little art if you draw something, if you make something, write something, whatever. Send us in something. If yep. maybe we're, we're very also, much. It's into-
0: also stonerpod at gmail.com.
1: We got Stonerpot at gmail. gmail, generic email address. Um, but. I will be making an Instagram right now. I'm just using the Instagram for our band page, but I'll be making an Instagram account for us. Um, and that'll be neat because I never post weed pictures on my Instagram or on the band's. But um, it's kind of an
0: anonymous. So, it'll be so, so this one's thing. kind of an
1: anonymous thing, so I will be bit. allowed. Kind of, I mean. Enough that no one's ever going <laughs> What fucking employer is looking at me that thinks I don't get high anyway? You know what I mean? They're like, oh, you're a botany you're guy? A <laughs> they're, they're, they're
0: meditating Buddha? What is yeah, this thing? Yeah, it's a
1: little uh, seven chakra Buddha meditating necklace and a little and amethyst
0: geos. Soul gym from
1: Shout out Elder to... Um, yeah, just go Soul Gym. That is what it looks like. This is a amethyst crystal. Shout out to um, Metamorphic Forest. That is the name of, um, as you can find it on Etsy and Instagram. Um, it's a good friend of mine. She wraps her own crystals and does some really cool stuff. I'm not into the crystal healing because I actually believe in science. But, <laughs> but there are some nice meditational tools. And, you know, crystals are science. They're geodes. They're rocks. You know, people get themselves caught up into all these beliefs about them, but, like, they do do things they just do things when they're being made that's really fucking cool, you know and I, I wouldn't necessarily um other than that, I would just say it's more of a placebo kind of nice thing I have used right, them as meditational true. tools before, but to me that's more of a ritual than a science practice if you're sick, do not go to a crystal healer. If you are sick, go to, a doctor. go to a fucking doctor. Go to a
0: fucking doctor. Go to a go to a fucking doctor. And vaccinate your children. Yeah, serious.
1: Okay, now, there are some vaccines you should really look into what those vaccines have in them. Because if you're giving your child something that has, like, fucking, that's untested or that's, like, a really new pharmaceutical or a really new vaccine that's going to make them all sterile or whatever the fuck, don't do that, Okay. But for for the most part, you should have a little faith in modern medicine because there's a reason humans are overpopulating this fucking planet, and it it's because we figured how to keep ourselves alive. We do a pretty good job at it, and it, I'll let you i let you know it's definitely not um, it's not by crystal healing. Okay, that can be a beautiful thing if you're having emotional problems and you want to go to a crystal healer, a Reiki healer. You know, you're having maybe some sort of physical problems that you can't fix with (laughs) modern medicine, and you think it might be stemming from a psychosomatic issue, some sort of blockage that you have deep down that's affecting your physical ailment or causing physical ailments. Yeah, crystal healers, alternative therapy, that sort of stuff is good, but um, when it comes to getting sick, You know, I've read some stories about women that have cancer and have been giving money to people for crystal healing and not actually getting chemo. And (laughs) I know it sounds funny, but it's fucked, really. It's really fucked. Um, And so while I am totally a hippie and uh, definitely down with the crystal thing and think geodes are cool as fuck, (laughs) um, you should really, you know, science is a neat fucking thing because things are testable and observable and real. <laughs> like so, that's that's. Can we I talk
0: know. about one more thing before we wrap up? We'll talk about
1: many things. we okay. Want to talk about?
0: <clears throat> so um, this is going to be old news by the time we talk about it. Basically, we're recording this today's January twenty eighth, and uh, Thursday, January twenty eighth, we're going to record the episodes every other Thursday. So uh, this episode's not actually going to come out until Friday, the twelfth, around like eight or nine uh, Eastern time. Um so um let me just say thank you if you're listening.
1: Yeah, if you guys are, you are actually around? listening, we've just been fucking around and talking about how we don't have listeners. Thank you very much. Let us know and like Send definitely us give us feedback. Yeah.
0: We've never done this before. We're doing it for fun.
1: If you, you know, like it? If you actually fucking like the show, like yeah. And if
0: you hate it, please tell us. Like. Either
1: way, th- those are both cool. If you're just like indifferent on it, maybe send Please us a little still thing tell us that you send listened. us a little thing and be like hey i listened like this was like neat for a minute you know yeah. we're really thankful for our listeners but if you liked it or you hated it definitely if you're one of those two send us some shit send us like a drawing of us dying i don't know something like <laughs> that if you really fucking so, hate it
0: so like um so like i said this this will be old news by the time this airs uh, because we got to get some shit in line like a podcast hosting and get the Twitter actually going and everything. But um, did you see the Kanye and Wiz Khalifa Twitter fight? Remember when their used to shoot each other, but now they just have yeah Twitter now fights? they just
1: have fights online.
0: Did you see that? No, did I didn't. About? know okay. Wiz
1: and Kanye had a fucking fight. That's awesome.
0: Okay, check it out. So let me God let me get my Twitter app out really quick. God they,
1: bless Jesus.
0: Yeah. So basically, Kanye's got this new album coming out, right?
1: Yeah. He says he said it's not the album of the year. It's, the, it's album the album of, of, the of, the of life. a lifetime yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Which I hope Twitter's so Because bullshit. I
1: thought He said Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was the album of a life He's right He said College Dropout was the album of a life He's also right So say what you want about Kanye West as a human being I've never met him I only know him based upon his music and his persona And his music is great
0: Okay so this is This is the whole fucking Oh wait did he delete it? Kanye deleted the whole rant. Oh, my God. Fuck Kanye. But anyway, okay, so let me just sum up what happened then, since Kanye deleted the rant on Twitter. Um Wiz Khalifa was talking some shit about Kanye. Kanye changed the name of his album to Waves. Wiz was t- talking some shit, you know, stupid name, whatever, mad that it's Kanye... It's a cool name. Well, yeah, but Wiz was talking shit about the name. But anyway, Wiz tweeted this thing about... um <clears throat> he said something about like uh, something about weed that that and the weed was called KK and he said hit this KK and it'll change your life or whatever and
1: California Kush. That's okay, there we go. California Kush. All right,
0: so they Kanye Kanye's Twitter creeping on Wiz because supposedly Kanye said on Twitter he's like I think Wiz wears cool pants so I was gonna <laughs> t- I was gonna <laughs> screenshot some pictures of your pants and send them to my stylist team. Yeah, this is Rappers in 2016. So Kanye <laughs>
1: used to actually, like, Rappers were afraid that when the elevator door opened up, somebody would somebody just hit him like them. the departed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It so, like, yeah. so now it's, it's like, oh, he tweeted at me, all mad. So
0: literally, Kanye was going to Twitter creep on, on Wiz because he likes the type of pants Wiz wears. <laughs> so while Kanye is there, he sees this tweet that says, hit this KK, and it'll ch- and Kanye and Kanye's like what the fuck He's talking about KK that's Kim Kardashian He's talking about my wife So Kanye gets on Twitter and he lets out this big rant Like first of all I am your OG Don't come out the side of your neck at me He's like don't put my wife's initials He's like you're lame as fuck Nobody's ever listened to your album all the way through I am the original like
1: Nobody's ever You listened stole your me. shit
0: He's like I'm sorry that I can't be tall and skinny Like you but I'll take being the greatest Artist of all time And like, and then he tweeted at the end. He's like, uh, "This album is actually a gospel album. I love Wiz." And then it was like weird. And then now he deleted everything, and he just had a tweet that he's like, "My bad. Apparently, KK is something about weed anyway." Back to talking about my album.
1: Anyway, my bad. I just did some Kanye West shit for He's, a second. It was it
0: was insane, dude. He he said first off, second off, third off, first fourth off, and that's how he like started all the tweets, dude. He got up into like twenty fourth off. He said, "No one I know listened to your album all the way through." He's like, "You're." I don't know if
1: anybody actually does listen to Whiz all the way through. If I'm being honest, that's like one of those party music. I don't right.
0: care, but it was just funny. That's you know? funny as so like. I wanted to talk about it. Hey, Amen.
1: I'm glad we got to talk about rap because yeah. I wanted to talk about music a little. Rap is the perfect one because that's, cause that's some stoner music so. right there. I
0: gotta, I gotta flip my laundry. All right. Well, um, it's been real though.
1: Let's wrap this up. Let's yeah. let's go on a hike.
0: We can. Yeah, okay. It's a little nice enough out. Well, hey
1: guys, even though it's chilly and it's winter, we love some nature. We're going to take a walk. Because we're fucking stoners. So, uh, if you actually listen to this all the way to the end, God bless you.
0: Tweet at us, at stonerpod. At stonerpod. Shoot us an email, uh, leave us a review. We'll know, have an iTunes. Instagram up and running by the end of the day. SoundCloud, yeah. I
1: promise. Okay, so you'll find our Instagram. It's probably will be stonerpod is what I'm going to try. If we can't get that, we'll plug it on the next episode. We'll tweet it, but um, yeah, we'll definitely tweet.
0: Subscribe it. to us uh, on whatever podcasting service you use. We'll be yep. there.
1: We'll be on YouTube. What else are we gonna put it up on?
0: We'll be on YouTube. We'll be on um, iTunes.
1: Cool. Yep. Some we'll some shit. Um, well, you guys have a grand old day and uh, keep getting hot. Yeah.
0: We'll see you in a few weeks. See you in a few weeks. Bye bye. Hopefully. Oh shit. Get yeah.